Hey, this is Annie Gauss for Silicon Valley Beat. Slack, the business messaging platform, has been credited with making work chat less tedious and painful. It's also made a good amount of money in the process. And now Slack is raising $500 million, stirring a whole lot of speculation about what Slack's future is. Now, Slack has become popular on its own for being a more pleasant iteration on the days of Outlook and whatever terrible form that office communications tend to take. And that's obviously made it an attractive option for companies that specialize in business communication as an acquisition target, like Microsoft, Salesforce, or even Google. That also means that Slack has existentially at least threats from those heavy hitters like Microsoft who could probably replicate the product to some extent and use their existing reach to get users. Kind of the Facebook strategy. Still, Bloomberg reported this week that Amazon Amazon is making a play for Slack for as much as $9 billion. If accurate, Amazon is likely looking at Slack to boost its business services, where it's behind other competitors like Microsoft. Nonetheless, the new $500 million fundraise by Slack could suggest that they intend to stay private, and their CEO, Stuart Butterfield, has suggested as much in the past. They last raised $200 million in 2016 and reportedly have a billion in projected revenue for the next year, according to sources. Either way, we'll keep an eye on this one. This is Annie for Silicon Valley Beat. Thanks for listening. If the goal of artificial intelligence is to act like humans, well, one system from Facebook might have a new, very, very human ability under its belt. Facebook researchers built a machine that can apparently negotiate a desired outcome the old-fashioned way, by lying your face off. By looking at almost 6,000 human conversations, they said they were able to train a bot to negotiate based on what statements and word choices got them the best result. The conversations were derived from Amazon's Mechanical Turk, which is their crowdsourcing marketplace for small tasks, and the patterns were applied to simulated negotiations for small items like a hat or books or a basketball. The bots weren't allowed to walk away from the transaction and were trained to basically haggle forever until they wound up with what they thought was an optimal outcome, which, as it turns out, doesn't always line up with truth-telling. The bots learned to spit out requests for things other than what they actually wanted, because that wound up getting them a better result. And lying through their teeth was the best way to do that. But the interesting part is the researchers say they aren't exactly sure where they picked up this trick, whether it was from the actual conversations and something there that triggered it, or it was just stumbling upon the tactic on its own. Either way, they're open sourcing the project to try and learn more. Stay tuned. We'll tell you more if this develops. This is Silicon Valley Beat. Thanks for listening. Snap was one of the most highly anticipated tech IPOs of the year, but investors are getting a little worried that the company's future could be questionable. The company's stock price dipped to its initial public offering price, which was 17 bucks a share, and that 
further sparked worries that the company is lagging in the face of competitors like Facebook. Snap has warned that it might never become profitable, and in May, their earnings report was disappointing to many investors, with revenue growth that was declining at that point, and they've also struggled to get new users at the rate that they once did. And in the bigger picture, Snap is constantly in the shadow of Facebook, which has replicated many of their popular features and basically openly bragged about it. Facebook has ripped off their stories feature, the stickers that they helped to popularize, and made it clear all, all along the way that they do it because they can, because they're Facebook. Snap is also having a more difficult time attracting marketers, with only 7% of marketers saying that they used Snap in a recent report, as opposed to the 94% saying that they used Facebook. So yes, revenue could be an issue. Do you think that Snap has staying power? Why or why not? Let me know what you think in a call-in. Stay tuned for more tech and business news tomorrow and throughout the week. This is Annie for Silicon Valley Beat. Thanks so much for listening.